the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brian Whitman's voices. Jennifer Horn's brain. What else do you need to start your day? This is the Morning Answer. Thanks for joining us on your Friday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, we made it through the week. I told you we would. I think I told you that on Wednesday, Whitman. You know what? We're almost there. On Monday, you said Friday will come. <laughs> and whammo blammo. Don't short sell yourself on here Monday morning. It is. I'm a prophet. <laughs> you said Friday will be here. And you are correct. Whammo blammo weekend here. Uh, I thought of you yesterday, Jennifer. I think of you every day. But I thought, what is and how is she doing right now? Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, that thought of, of your, your welfare uh, went out there. Did you feel it? Did you feel the warmth? I did not feel the warmth or, oh, the, well, or the welfare the, uh, check. We did when, talk yesterday, though, and that was always fun. I like to do that. Right, but, but in that moment uh-huh. where I heard the news of Georgia. Yeah, yeah, the recount finishing up yesterday. President Trump actually getting, I think, 487 votes, not enough to flip the state of Georgia. But get this, the margin is tight enough where the president could request another recount even after the votes are certified. So that's an... Another little fly in the ointment of uh, of moving forward here. I think the biggest story yesterday, however, was that and press by the conference. Way, he he wouldn't be he he'd be requesting uh, the first recount in Georgia was triggered by the closeness of the election right. results, and that was a uh, taxpayer funded elections department funded hand recount. Do you believe if you were to call it right now at six minutes after? Six on a Friday morning answer. Will he do just that and affect another hand recount? I, I don't know. Um, in all honesty, I'd tell you if I if I had an inclination one way or another. But the claims made yesterday during the press conference by the Trump legal team are far greater than uh, just the state of Georgia. It and let's talk about it because if you missed it yesterday, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani. Jenna Ellis, Lynn Wood, um, Joe De, De Genoa were all. Joe De Genova is one of those uh, East Coast kind of uh, legendary lawyers. Yeah. All of them get together at the RNC and they start presenting the first bit of evidence so that we can kind of get a glimpse at what the Trump campaign is really working on and what their strategy is here, what their story is in why they believe that this election was not fair and honest and what the the claims were made. And we're going to go through them because some of it's a little bit convoluted. We'll go through some of these claims that were made. But, Brian, whether this is true or not, this is so gigantic and so explosive that it needs investigation either to prove that there is nothing to this and it is the an attempted maybe the biggest political hoax in history or no that was russia we need to investigate this to prove that this could be the biggest political scandal in our history what they are what they are asserting 
is that this was a foreign and domestic plan to overturn our election based basically with communist roots, based with Venezuela. This is a system that was created by Hugo Chavez, which was actually implemented in this particular case. And they name checked him by President Maduro in Venezuela. They hired his prior to us or local states purchasing or contracting or outsourcing our service, uh, uh, this service, our necessity, our job, our task to a company formed in that nature. Chavez, yes, helped help form it in that nature. Maduro, this time around, basically helping coordinate this from afar, essentially, with bad actors in this country. Now, this is like a movie. This is like a movie. And the reason I say that we need to really actually focus on this, because really the implications in either direction, I can't tell you if this stuff is true or not, because we haven't started to see the evidence. They are saying that they have 280 sworn Warren affidavits giving testimony to this investigation already. That means they have 280 witnesses willing to testify to some piece of this scandal. And I was so disheartened, and I know it was funny, and everybody was laughing because Rudy Giuliani was sweating profusely and his hair dye running down his face. It would look like a mess. But the news media did not really give this cover, and I'm talking about everybody, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. Fox News actually ran the press conference in its entirety. The right. other networks were kind of in and out of it. They didn't even talk. I mean, when I actually fact-checked, and I – not fact-checked, but did like a little um, wellness check, as you say, on all, of our, on all of our media friends. I went through every major station in Los Angeles that does uh-huh. spoken word. Right. The only station covering it. Right after that press conference was Seb Gorka on AM 870. Mm-hmm. On, on television, on cable news, I did my satellite radio. I listened through to MSNBC. They were talking about uh, schools being closed because of COVID. Fox News was talking about Thanksgiving travel. CNN was talking about the COVID vaccine. The implications of this are huge. Whether it's disproved or it's proven. And I feel like this is something that journalists used to live for to investigate stories like this to try to blow it up either one way or the other. And it just doesn't seem to be happening. These are uh, some of the claims made by the Trump legal team after the pronouncement is probably the best way to say it, out of Georgia. Remember, we were talking about their hand recount going on and on and on. Yesterday was the day they were to offer their results. The state of Georgia, with 15 electoral votes in the 2020 presidential race between Donald Trump, President Trump, and former Vice President Joe Biden, confirms a Biden victory. The hand count and the officials in Georgia confirm a Biden victory, and they say they have found no widespread fraud after a statewide audit. They finished their statewide audit of what they call a razor-thin presidential race, and it confirms, you're right, in, in, the, uh, in the final tally, Jennifer, there were more votes for President Donald Trump, but Biden did beat Trump, according to the state of Georgia, yesterday, 12,284 votes separating the candidates. And we didn't get the results from Georgia until the evening. This press conference happened first, and and Rudy Giuliani said it doesn't even matter what comes out of Georgia because this scandal is more far-reaching. However, we do know that there's some irregularities. On a smaller scale, these types of things need to be dealt with. The fact that they're finding bags and thumb drives with ballots on them that were not counted, that's a problem. The fact that they wouldn't allow bipartisan uh, members of the campaigns to come in and oversee the signature matching process 
process is also being questioned by the Trump campaign today. But here's Rudy Giuliani. Let's start there. He started off the press conference and uh, made some claims, talked about Georgia. He said it means nothing because they counted their ballots. They hand counted their ballots without oversight. He went through and offered some res- some some information about some of the affidavits gathered. But this is what he said, that election night followed a certain pattern. Take a listen. I guess the best way to describe this is when we began uh, our representation of the president, we, we certainly uh, were confronted with a very anomalous set of results. The president way ahead on election night, seven or 800,000 in Pennsylvania. Somehow he lost Pennsylvania. We have statisticians willing to testify that that's almost statistically impossible to have happened in the period of time that it happened. But of course, that's just speculation. As we started investigating, uh, both our investigations and the very uh, patriotic and brave American citizens that have come forward are uh, extraordinary. Extraordinary number of people, extraordinary number of witnesses. And what emerged very quickly is this is not a singular voter fraud in one state. This pattern repeats itself in a number of states, almost exactly the same pattern. This is a question about those votes that we saw where the vote counting stopped. That was really unusual. Then when it picked up again, there was an infusion of votes into the system. So the allegation from the from the campaign is that there were algorithms programmed into this software and the algorithms were supposed to add a certain number of Biden votes for every Trump vote. But because Trump started to overperform on election night, the machines were shut down. And then when they were started back up again, there was this infusion of Biden votes in the hundreds of thousands. And we saw this in Michigan, in Wisconsin, and in Pennsylvania, particularly. Sidney Powell is uh, one of the attorneys who also represented General Michael Flynn. She starts to lay out the case here. The world is watching this. I have gotten multiple emails from people in other countries who watch the same pattern happen there. We have witnessed testimony that the same things were done in those countries as this was exported from Venezuela and by Maduro and by Mr. Chavez and by Cuba. And of course, we know China also has a substantial presence in Venezuela and substantial interest in making sure that President Trump does not continue in office. This is the consummate foreign interference in our election in the most criminal way you can possibly imagine. It must be shut down. We know, for example, that one of the Dominion's highest level employees or officers went to Detroit himself to man the Detroit Operations Center, where he could watch the votes coming in real time and decide what file folder in the system to put those votes into. That's why you see massive spikes after hours when people were told that all the votes were in and all the votes were counted. Many Dominion employees have already reached out to us to tell us the truth. They are Americans who want to ensure election integrity like we do. I would encourage every Dominion or Smartmatic employee who is fed up with the corruption in this country to come forward as soon as possible. Attorneys Powell, attorneys Giuliani, uh, what they're each doing there and they're not saying they are suggesting they are telling the American people that there had to have been a nationwide, certainly in the key battleground states, full-blown conspiracy with conversations prior, conversations during the event, and actions already in place to take if a certain 
intentional and conspiratorial. I don't know if people are prepared to believe that or do believe that when they hear that news. We uh, will have to continue uh, investigating those claims. We've got more information about that, and you'll be surprised. Some of the new allegations as your Friday Morning Answer continues. News and talk you can trust. The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us on your Friday morning answer. So happy to be there with you, Brian Whitman, and all of you. I'm Jennifer Horn. And uh, for four years, we had Democrats challenging the president's legitimacy, saying that Russia interfered in our election. And the news media covered this, covered it extensively, even though we found it was based in no factual information. Now we have claims just as stunning, just as earth-shaking to our democracy. Less, I think at this point, less provable, less Well, there's, evidence. but here's my point, is that they have in front of them, and they showed it at the press conference yesterday, they have 280 sworn affidavits. That's The, the Democrats never had one sworn affidavit, affidavit about the Russian investigation. That was a huge hoax, and it was one that was backed up, and, and they had the play of the news media to, to come along with them to spread that story, and well, there again, was nothing there. Here... But that... Okay, I I just want to make this point just for the benefit of the record, and and then please, all unanimously, all all of all like tentacles of the Department of National Intelligence, the DNI at the time, all of them unanimously agreed that uh, the claims about Russia were true. Now, as to the two hundred. A- 280 affidavits, and it was a fiery sort of press conference. Mm -hmm, Definitely. uh, No doubt about it. Uh, We don't know, of course, uh, the names, the sworn names and the sworn claims on all 280. But we do know that. But is it it worth four days or four weeks or even four months of investigation since we went through four years, literally, of uh, of false claims being levied against the president? And I understand Russian interference in the election. Okay, yes, that was put forth by the intelligence community. You're right. But you know what I'm talking about about here. You know what I mean when I say to you that Democrats and members of the swamp in the FBI, in the CIA, used fake information to investigate this president and spy on people that were associated with him. And they did it for a long time with zero credible evidence. So I guess the point is this. I can't tell you because I don't have a crystal ball if what the Trump campaign is saying is true. But it is worth the investigation. It is worth the attention of the media to investigate this because they investigated something false for four years do you agree then well well we'll acknowledge here on the morning answer that it was uh, the week before last or the beginning of last week almost two weeks ago that you said and i i made a note of it with a laugh and a smile you said two weeks we give it we give it two weeks i said is it two weeks is that the number and then i out loud said the date right well we're we're right about now probably upon we're and now we have week. evidence, and this is and what now, I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is now you're saying four months. and Well, no, and the, I'm not. I'm using that just arbitrarily. The point is this. Though. The point is this. There should be no deadline on something that could be either, again, the greatest, a great political hoax or 
something that could be one of the biggest political schemes in our country, which will make sure that we never have free and fair elections again. So the point is not necessarily a time frame, but within two weeks, the Trump campaign has done a lot of work to put together evidence, to get witnesses together. They showed that yesterday as their opening statement. We'll hear more on it in just a moment. But they proved they they opened their argument to show the American people what they've been working on. I think now we owe them the time to move forward on that. Do you agree or do you think that this is a, a, a wasted I, piece of I, time? Eight five five seven eight five eight two five five to join us. Six o'clock club members chime in. Do you think that this is something that needs to be investigated or should we move on? Eight five five seven eight five eight two five five. I agree with you that as um, far out there, and it is far out, the the claims being made by Rudy Giuliani, Attorney Powell yesterday, the Trump legal team, it is really a conspiracy, a conspiracy con, meaning with many different actors acting with each other in advance of the execution of an elaborate scheme that you would think if it was so elaborate, the scheme, it would have ensured victory on election night for President Trump, but it did not. Sure, it is their right. I believe they can go on and challenge that, as you said, Jennifer, a moment ago for up to four months if, if, they, if they'd like to. But I do not believe that the assertion that this happened so far unproven before a court and maybe like some other arguments brought before judges during this post-election Trump legal team battle could be thrown out as well. I do not believe it is a reason to uh, keep President Trump, who by all counts that are official, by all testimony of 50 secretaries of state, there was no widespread systemic consequential to the right, because outcome they may not know about verdict. This. The, this is not a reason to allow a defeated president to stay in office. Now, First, consider factually, this, if we're going to talk about facts, he is not consider, yet That is a fact. Consider this from Joe Biden's position. Mm-hmm. If you're Joe Biden and uh, you have uh, millions more votes and you have in these states that Trump has challenged, you're still coming up the winner, like Georgia yesterday, even after hand recounts. What about Joe Biden's right as the winner by any Look, measure that is available if, now and proven? If I'm Joe Biden the White House? and I'm selling myself as a patriot, and I believe I am a patriot, right? If I'm, he is. if I'm Joe Biden and I want what's best for this country, and I am confident that my victory was on the up and up, then I let them do all the investigating that they want because I have nothing to hide. Oh, and you don't assume the presidency that you and 74, almost 75 million people voted for? I, I believe that there are some big problems in this election. And I think that we pointed them out on election night. President Trump had literally won. In fact, we were waiting for them to call the election so that President Trump would go out there and do his acceptance speech. And then all of the voting stopped. All of the vote counting stopped. Why did it stop? That was unusual. That was unprecedented. Why did it only stop in certain states and not in others? And then why was there an infusion of votes into that process? Now, if people who work for Dominion and Smartmatic say that this was a plot involving Venezuela and China, President Maduro and President Xi, we need to know for the good of our country, because I tell you what, if they can do it once, it's not going to be the last time. And Joe Biden should want to know about this. Take a and listen. Joe Biden should not. And it's it's sort of kind of it's it, it proves that, uh, you know, what this was always about in the beginning, uh, certainly, in my opinion, for the Trump legal team is to keep him in office, to suggest that this unproven 
claim allegation made at a press conference yesterday with 280 non-specific to the viewer and listener affidavits being talked about to suggest that this would be a reason to keep a man who, according to all 50 secretaries of states and elections officials in the country, President Trump, unfortunately for him, lost his effort for re-election to the presidency to suggest this is reason enough. This conspiracy theory to keep him to keep him in office and deny in the world's greatest democracy, the as quantifiable as it can be, duly elected president elect Joe Biden. The Oval Office is absurd. I know. I wish I would have heard these words from you four years ago, because this is the same argument that was thrown against Trump. People laughed at Trump when they said that he when he said that he was spied on. All of what Trump said ended up to be true. My point about you bring up the secretary of states and you've done it a couple of times. It is very possible. It is very possible that all 50 secretaries of state wouldn't even have an idea about this because the voting systems had an algorithm programmed into them that was updated during election night. That's the claim being made Jen, by if the campaign. If everything you've said is true, I'm going to acknowledge it. And I don't it, know. That I, I know I'm just you saying don't. this is I, the no, argument, I know, I know, and it deserves to be investigated for, for, for the, the purpose, good of the country. For the purpose of this argument, let's assume everything you've said is true and everything the Trump legal team has said is true. It's still going to take a long time to investigate and prove true in a court that those things happen. Then we until, should give it the time it needs. Until that time... The duly elected president-elect should take office in a smooth transition of power. But we have no certification on that. That would be President Trump. 855-785-8255 is the number to call. We'll take your calls. And, uh, of course, some big closures coming for California this weekend. We'll fill you in as your Friday morning answer continues. Brian Whitman's voices. Jennifer Horn's brain. What else do you need to start your day? This it's the morning answer. Maybe just a cup of coffee. You know, we've got the, the laughs. Yeah. We've got the brains. All you need is a little caffeine, and we've got ourselves a perfect trifecta. Happy Friday morning to you. That's Brian Whitman. I'm Jennifer Horn. You found the morning answer, and we've been talking about the legal defense now mounting from the Trump campaign. Let's hear a bit more from Sidney Powell. Then we'll take your phone calls, 855-785-8255. A lot of the analysis comes from the real-time data that came through to the news media's the the night and following the election and some entrepreneurs out there have started crunching data themselves in addition to multiple experts who could easily recognize with the mathematical brain that I do not have uh, the the beyond explicable deviations to the point of mathematical impossibility that 186,000 votes come in at once all for Joe Biden. That's like flipping a coin 186,000 times and it lands on the same, it lands on heads every time. The improbability in those states seem to be launching this investigation and not only will there be the lawyers who are investigating it, but the ultimate goal again, Brian, is not about getting President Trump to 270 electoral votes. What it's doing right now is asking asking states whether or not they feel confident in certifying their election results with this story out there. If they don't, even if some states do and some states don't, will there be enough electors in place to get Joe Biden to 270? And if not, then this election goes to the House of Representatives where they vote by state and Republicans have the majority there. I think most people in America who hear this uh, see this potential reality, desired reality, that many Trump supporters are speaking of, 
predicated on what is a classic, by definition, nationwide and unsuccessful conspiracy uh, by elections officials together with uh, Dominion voting systems uh, based out of a, a foreign country and, uh, you know, names like Maduro and, and uh, well, you think of Castro when you hear Cuba, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think most Americans believe that. And I, and I would say, finally, if it were that vast, this conspiracy, a conspiracy, any conspiracy that vast, why do we usually learn about them? Mm-hmm. Because they're effective. They produce the desired result. Correct. That's this. This, even if it is true, didn't even do that. I mean, when you think about and you can get very conspiratorial here and again. This is why I just offer it to you for thought as everyone is evaluating the situation. We're doing it here because the mainstream news media is not really giving you a chance to make up your mind on this. And so we will give it to you from both of our perspectives. But I would say this for any of you who believe that China either intentionally tried to make us sick with the coronavirus or did not do everything that they could to stop the spread of a virus. Ask yourself, is it beyond reason? That China might get involved with this, that China might find their way to do something that would disrupt the flow of uh, an election for President Trump. And I think, look, you keep an open mind, you come up with the answers that you do. But what Uh, do you think? uh, 855-785-8255. And here's what we know. We know that uh, in light of the 2016 revelation of an agreed upon fact by the entire intelligence community in the U.S., uh, the launching of an influence campaign from Vladimir Putin and, and Russia's Kremlin. When we heard about that, we heard about and we heard very recently during the Judge Barrett confirmation hearings to the Supreme Court. Of course, their confirmation was successful for Justice Barrett. We heard then and just a month ago that uh, Russia, China, bad actors are mm-hmm. – Never got off the act. They've still been working on returning to uh, impact or try to meddle with the 2020 elections. And Iran. They were on that list as well. Uh, Iran is also on the list. That's exactly right. Karen in San Bernardino. Happy Friday, Karen. You're on the Morning Answer with Brian and Jen. Happy Friday to you. And a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Same I know you. we can start saying that now. It's a, We're less than a week away. All right. So what do you make? Is this and, investigation, should it happen? I have to say, Brian, our level deliverable, I love hearing the other side of the story, but sometimes you just talk crazy. I, you and that I'm crazy talk. I have to agree with, wait, wait, wait. I yeah, sure, go ahead, go ahead. Jen. Go ahead, ma'am. Yep, hi. If, okay, if Biden were truly honest, this world is about God and country, and if he were truly honest and he wanted to win this fair and square, he would have no problem with investigating it. Yeah, I think you're right, Karen. I feel like that would be, uh, at least well, if he wants to be a leader and he wants to, to claim unity like he's been doing, I think that'd be a fair thing for him to do. In American courtrooms, claims that are brought, like in an American courtroom that deals with election law before a judge, those claims have to be proven, as the old phrase goes, before a court of law. The the uh, the arrested, the charge is assumed innocent until proven guilty. If you're going to make claims of irregularity and voter fraud in an otherwise, at least as far as the law is concerned, satisfactorily policed election, 
50 secretaries of state saying no evidence of such a thing. Mm -hmm. The onus is on the Trump legal team to prove that fact. Now, as they're trying to do that, that does it would be foolish and childlike to then assume that, oh, well, then the president, since there's this kind of wacky question out there about, a, in my opinion, of a conspiracy reaching battleground states and maybe many other states. This is the reason Trump can stay in. No, it's America. We must respect the right of the voters and the votes we have quantifiable and sworn to and potentially certified and certified in some states, as we see yesterday, indicate a man named Joe Biden, a citizen named Joe Biden got the most Well, votes. let me ask you this He question. should ascend to the presidency. Okay, so let's just say he everything won. you say is white, right. The investigation okay. continues. Joe Biden put, gets sworn in on January 20th, and then in April they find out that this is all true. Should sure. Joe Biden be then removed from office? I think what would happen in, in that very unlikely and hard to imagine, given the circumstance right now, I, I'm not an election lawyer, but I think what would happen is uh, there would be challenges back Once and forth. Once you certify, though, you certify. So that's why it is important. Well, There's questions about the certification process that we don't get ahead of ourselves because you would not, I mean, very easily be able to pull Joe Biden out of the White House once he takes office. John in South Pasadena. Hi, John. You're on The Morning Answer with Brian and Jen. Hi, Brian. Hi, Jen. Hi. Um, Brian, first, I'd like to say that, man, I love your your voices. Your Aren't humor, you nice? You know, off the charts. However, I like to make the statement that oftentimes when we're looking for information, there's a confirmation bias, regardless of kind of who you're rooting for. And the New York Post uh, said in September of this year that it was um, Director Brennan from the CIA that knew that the information about Russia was being uh, was coming from the Hillary camp. Yeah. It was created by the Hillary camp. And he swore now, on TV that that wasn't if true. That much, if that much was true, if the director of the CIA knew it, then other intelligence um, leader knew it. Now, what we tend to do is um, that the credibility of the hardworking men and women that earn their position into becoming service members of our country in the intelligence service, that that credibility then gets imposed on the appointed individual who comes with an agenda by the appointee, right? So Obama puts his people in, or President Trump puts his people in, and they're trying to put people that will serve the interests of America as our president sees it. And those individuals don't necessarily have the credibility that those real service members do who had to John, earn it from th the bottom. Thanks so much. All. Thanks so much for the phone call. Really good information. And just so you know, this story has links back to the CIA. This is very possibly also linked to John Brennan. Gina Haspel has been a name as well within the CIA who knew about these Dominion voting mm -hmm. systems and was warned against them, actually. What did Joe Biden have to say about all of this? He spoke out yesterday and uh, maybe a lawsuit on the way for President Trump as your Friday Morning Answer continues. Waging the battle against fake news every morning. This is the Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us on your Friday Morning Answer. I like to say that Friday, Friday, Friday. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, we are here. And the denials are running deep now after a press conference yesterday held by Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, Lynn Wood, and Sidney Powell. Uh, Joe DeGeneva also there 
President Obama coming out and saying no evidence, anything illegal, fraudulent took place in this election. And by the way, by my book. No, he didn't say that. But and he, by the way, you say the denials are running deep. I'd say what's running deep is the conspiratorial context of the argument from the Trump legal team that this election was stolen from President sure, Trump. You, or, hear me, you heard me say that at the very beginning. We need to know if this is true or not for many no, no, no. different I'm saying reasons. The running deep, as in like denials are running deep. If someone, It's not a credible right now. It's, it's not, it is well, not a credible. Do 280 for, affidavits, do 280 witnesses make it credible? We don't know. I'm glad you said that. We would know if we saw them when they're seen in a court of law and are and and we know the name attached to it, the story attached to it and the proof of although an affidavit is evidence, but it, but it doesn't mean it's convincing evidence. But it's sworn under penalty of perjury. Okay. Remember, an affidavit is a, if you lie on an affidavit, you and can go do. to jail. Right. And, and people, there are penalties and people commit for that. perjury, even presidents of the United States like Bill Clinton. But 280 of them is giving this some some legs, at least to play out. And so it is believed that there will be some uh, case that a case will be filed maybe as early as today so that this evidence can start to be kind of being filtered through and presented to a court. President Obama saying no evidence of anything illegal or fraudulent taking place, which is rich coming from a guy who booby trapped the White House and spied 50- on his political opponent. It, but, I didn't. Uh, we'll take I his didn't, word for it. <laughs> I didn't booby trap the White House, but I can tell you that all fifty secretaries of state in the fifty of the United States of America, all of them are sharing a commonality. None of them are saying that there is systemic, widespread consequential to the outcome voter fraud in their state and they that may would not impact know and this is results. what i'm getting at they may be able to say that incredibly say that this was indeed an algorithm built into the system this is something that That's would be even beyond them so it is very i mean you could have okay. two things being true at the same time well right but that's the claim and in the sure. courts they have the burden to prove that claim. In the meanwhile, the meantime, the rest of us live in the greatest democracy in human history where a transition of power is usually, actually every time it happens, it's marveled at. And it's marveled at and it's, and it's called critical to the strength of the United States of America and our federal government. So for the citizenry of more than 300, for, for the nation of more than 300 million Americans, I think the verifiable numbers right now, I know, the verifiable numbers right now uh, from secretaries of state elections officials in 50 different states uh, state very clearly that uh, Joseph Biden is president-elect. There is no evidence that has been presented yet to a court that has been ruled uh, valid and, and, and ruled consequential to the outcome to actually and really call the outcome of the election in doubt. So Joe Biden is the person who is the president-elect and whose well, rights, and whose rights, yeah. and whose rights would be denied if the losing candidates, pardon the pun, trumped-up claims, they may be true, if they were to, it's like a team wins a well, Super Bowl. Let's hear from It's like a team wins a Super Bowl, and then the coach of the other team comes back and says, well, hold on a second. There's this vast conspiracy between the referees and the other. Blah, blah, blah. Well, let's, I gonna- mean, you know, perfect example right here, Astros and Dodgers, right? The Astros cheated to win. People said, oh, no, they didn't cheat. They won fair and square. Then they found out that they cheated, and the Dodgers never got that World Series ring back. So we need the investigation to happen. The results have not yet been certified in Biden's column to make him the official 
president-elect right now. That is a news media designation. Joe Biden spoke about this yesterday and said that President Trump is sending a horrible message by not conceding. Then we'll take your phone calls, 855-785-8255. Let me choose my words. Oh, here. Uh, I think they're witnessing incredible irresponsibility, incredibly damaging messages being sent to the rest of the world about how democracy functions. And I think it is uh, um, well, I don't know his motive, but I, I just think it's totally irresponsible. Are you concerned he may succeed, that people may question the legitimacy of your administration? No, I'm not concerned the vast majority of the American people. They've already all the polling data has indicated, although the Republicans who worry about it is higher, but the over seventy eight percent of the American people believe it's without question it's legitimate. Um, and uh, I, I just think it's uh, and I think most of the Republicans I've spoken to, including some of the governors, think this is debilitating. It's not a it sends a horrible message about who we are as a country. Michael in Glendale, you're on the morning answer with Brian and Jen. Hi, Michael. Hi, good morning, Jen. Good morning, good morning Brian. Thanks, Hi. Thanks for taking my uh, my call. You guys, are, you guys are great. Uh, you know what? I think we should take this all the way to the end. If the system allows uh, is in place to, you know, to argue and to fight, then you know, so be it. And just like we're saying, just like you were saying, you know, Biden should just rest easy and. If he's confident, then remain confident. Well, but again, the winner, with Alders, Michael, and I want you to respond to this. I agree with you. You're right. We all do want this to be played out to the end because for this election and the future of all those that are to come in the future, it's critical. However, in the here and now, January 20, the verified, and it will be, at least in the short term, President of the United States, who according to Secretaries of State, across the country and elections officials got more votes, got more popular votes, therefore should win the Electoral College. That's another thing we could talk about another time. He is not, Joe Biden is not in the position to have to prove that he won the no, election. But he can, if it he is, cares about democracy, and Michael, cares, thank you for the phone call. If he cares about democracy, if he cares about he'll a free and fair election, it's not about letting anybody sure be is. president. It's about well, supporting the effort happened? and actually helping the effort to see if there is anything here. Because if he does want to be president, if he does care at all, one iota about this country, he doesn't yeah. want Venezuela and China messing in our election. He, he Russia and, either. Uh, Let me ask you an important question. And this is really And then I want to get to question. Jonathan, so go ahead. Yeah, of course. And we get Jonathan. But this question is more compelling and entertaining, dare I say, than even getting to Jonathan. But we will. If on January 19th of 2021, this, in my opinion, conspiratorial claim, now this is real, legal claim against the veracity of the elections Mm -hmm. is still in the air, still a challenge, still not judged upon, still not deemed proven. On January 22 of next year, in your opinion, who should be sitting in the Oval Office acting as president of the United States? It depends on what the states certify. I go with whatever the states certify because I'm a law-abiding citizen and I want the law to play out. If the secretaries of state are confident in every single state that this election was handled fairly and it so was far free. So they've said they are. No, but nobody has certified their results yet. So once that certification takes place, if Biden has 270 electors, and he can sit in the office. But whether it is Trump sitting with his butt in the Oval Office or Biden, I think we still need this investigation to continue to well, prove that, on that there is agree. something there. Jonathan Temecula. Go ahead, Jonathan. You have about 30 seconds. Okay, great. Good morning. Uh, my remark is really for Brian. 
uh, when the narrative came out for Russian collusion, everybody jumped right on that with no evidence, no court case yet. Yep. And you believed it. And then now we have this going on with Trump, and you're saying there's no evidence or there's anything a- like that. And for four years, what did we hear about Russian collusion, about phony investigations and dossiers by the government sold to the news media? It was talked about every single day. This one, it's crickets. And that makes me think it could actually be true. You heard evidence in that case. You heard evidence from the U.S. intelligence, uh, the the House intelligence. Talking about the dossier. you know, I know, and Jennifer, it was false. There was evidence in the case. The president called it a hoax. This conspiratorial theory being offered by attorneys, not elected officials in this country, is uh, the real Donald Trump you think would call this a hoax in a nanosecond. And if this is the way he wants his legacy to begin to take shape, I feel bad if he if he feels like this is real, he has an obligation to the American people. And so does Joe Biden. And I really think it's pretty disgusting that he won't even stand up and support an investigation into claims of China and Venezuela interfering in our election. Pretty disgraceful. Trump wouldn't hey, support you think claims into enough? Russia doing it. Uh, Trump wouldn't support claims into Russia. The intelligence community investigated it. So uh, there's two different issues. Russian interference in the election and collusion that Donald Trump was nailed with for three years by the mainstream media and a fake dossier. All right. Uh, You think you're too old for a curfew? Because the state of California doesn't. We'll tell you why as your Friday morning answer continues.